If you're not communicating, then I'm telling myself a story. What story do you want coming across? Are you intentional with those stories? Everything you do and everything you don't do matters. Tells a story. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hey everyone, it is a great day here at Estimate Rocket Radio and I want to give you all a warm welcome. My name is Kathleen, I'm the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I am always joined by my fantastic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hi, Chris, how are you? Hey, I'm great and excited to get in a contractor fight today. (laughs) I know, I know. So I don't hold anything back. Charm Reber knows how much I adore the ground he walks on. So it's kind of a little joke. But having Tom Reber in the studio today is so much fun. Tom is the founder of the Contractor Fight. It is an extraordinary national contracting coaching company. So if you don't know who he is, if you're living maybe underground or something, um, you will find out a lot about him today. He has been a coach for over 11 years. So really, there's no problem he's ever heard of that he hasn't solved yet. So he's a fun guy to talk to. He is also a past host of a popular HGTV series, Unfinished Business. I loved it and recorded every uh, session of it. And Tom's motto is to live unafraid. I think I have one of his t-shirts from his last summit. You never know which way these conversations are going to go. He's got systems. He's got always, I'm sure, three to five points that he wants to cover. But I like picking his brain. I feel like he's always redefining business problems, helping us deconstruct what we are experiencing and understanding the true root causes of some of our problems. We are often a little too hasty in assigning causes and solutions. But Tom helps us back things up a little bit, understand what's really the cause and what really might be the solution. I love talking to this guy. And when it comes to team communication, I think he's spot on. This is part one of a two-part podcast. Don't forget to check out part two of this podcast. Hey, Tom, welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. It's great to be back. How are you doing today? We're doing fantastic. Even better that you're here. That's the bar is already high. We're not even 30 (laughs) seconds into this thing and the bar is high. Well, let's just end it right there. (laughs) Yeah. You know, can't get any worse than this. So maybe we could be good. Yeah. We're always excited to talk to you. We are actually releasing things at Estimate Rocket that's prompting new conversations. And Mm. we were talking about team communication, and this is a big thing right now. We've released internal messaging for teams. We do the mm. app mentions. And you know now we have already projects where everybody can be on one page and put notes in and pictures and everybody's in one spot when they're pulling something from the project. But now we have internal communications on those projects and beyond and notifications that go out to texting. So now that we're dealing with all that and in that business, we want to talk to people like you who work with teams and you coach a Mm -hmm. lot of business owners and from different trades. We went to your conference recently and Mm -hmm. we were really impressed uh, with the types of clients that you have and the Mm -hmm. types of things you guys talk about there. I mean, we Mm -hmm. sat in some of your sessions Mm -hmm. and we're just like jotting down notes and like, okay, taking it back (laughs) and thinking about how to re-strategize. So we want to talk to you about team communication and let's start with this question. Um, Do you see business leaders and managers 
who are struggling to motivate their teams to do what they need them to do? And then what causes that from your perspective? Yeah, we we hear it a lot. Um, I can't get my guys to do this, you know, fill in the blank what this is, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think just going back to the root of what causes it for, for just my experience, things I've learned and learning in my my own company and um and those that we work with is everyone wants to know what's in it for them. Mm-hmm. You know, you could give scopes of work to somebody and go finish this job in a hundred hours, but why, what does it matter for me? How does it make my life better? Uh, other than the basic, I have a job and I can pay my bills. And so, you know, I, I think there's, if, if there's one area that I've seen myself struggle with, you know, just cause getting caught up in the vision I have and, um, you know, attacking the days and all that stuff. And it's easy to lose sight of communicating with your people you know, why is it important that we, that we chase this vision? You know, what is it, what's in it for you? And instead of it always being about the, the employer. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I have a story from years ago, but there was an employee who he wanted to, um, we, we sat down with him at the, at the beginning of the year and asked the question, Hey, what do you want to accomplish in this new year? And you don't have to wait for the new year to do this. You can do it on a quarterly basis and the monthly basis. It doesn't matter. But I, you know, really just going to him where he's at going, hey, what do you, what are some of the goals that you have this year? And he talked about some things, but one of his main goals was he wanted to uh, take his wife uh, to this bed and breakfast that she'd never been to. She always wanted to go. It was, you know, a little bougie type bed and breakfast. I think the weekend was going to cost somewhere around 3,500 bucks. And he's like, I've never had the money to be able to do that. And um <clears throat> And so we sat down and created a plan of how he could get there in that year. And when we did that, um, he actually accomplished, accomplished it in less than 90 days, Wow! you know, uh, by yep. the value he brought to the company. And in turn, we, you know, cut the check and gave them a great weekend away. And so I just think it's uh, every single one of us wants to know what's in it for them, right. you know? And, um, and so that's first thing. I think the second thing, why we don't get the results or the production or whatever you want to call it, um, you know, getting motivating, motivating them to do what they need to do is our own personal example. Mm-hmm. Um, I've found just in the fight over the past couple of years, I've been on the war path with some things in my own life and the way I'm choosing to show up each day and uh, with levels of discipline and clarity and focus and uh, my health and you know, the way I communicate and uh, really gone to work on myself and the result of that, of me showing up each day, kind of setting a new standard of how we do things here mm-hmm. is contagious and mm-hmm. the opposite is contagious too. So I, I guess that's, to me, that's where it, where it all stems from is, you know, the example and what's in it for me, what's in mm-hmm. it for them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so well said because leaders I don't know if they realize how they are being looked at by the team members Mm -hmm. and how they set the bar and the standard is what trickles down to everyone else in the company. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to, to show up and be disciplined. And I don't think people realize enough how hard it is to be disciplined and always be doing the right thing and time management and, and all of that. So, um, you know, it's, it's key. Well, you know, one of the things that a lot of people in the trades will say is that they, um, 
you know, my guys aren't consistent in the field, you know, like one job, they do great. Another job, they don't do great. And I can trace that back. Um, you know, if, if that were my issue, I would just start with the mirror. How am I showing up inconsistently each right. day or each week in the business? And one of the big things that we see inside of battleground is, um, guys will be like my crew's inconsistent. And we start to dig a little bit and go tell you having meetings. Well, sometimes we have them. You know? <laughs> so and, the leadership is inconsistent as right. well. Yeah. So if, if you're always looking and I'm just, I'll just use like a weekly meeting as a easy target here, right? There's other things, but if, if you're, um, if you're always looking for a way to tap out of the commitments that you're making, Mm-hmm. then what that sends the message to your, to your people that it's, it's not important. Or if, um, you know, showing up with excellence in everything we do, you know, if you want to throw that value around, right. Hey, we show up with excellence or whatever as our, as a company, but mm-hmm. you know, they, they look at your, your car <laughs> and see what a wreck it is inside. And, right. you know, if you're dis- disheveled and not prepared for a meeting or, um, you know, a sales call or whatever, all these things send messages Mm -hmm. that, um, this isn't that important here. You know, there's many, everyone wants to throw around definitions of what culture means, but I think one of the simple definitions is how we do things here. Mm -hmm. Right. So if, if we say we do things at a high standard, what kind of example am I setting? What, what am I letting people get away with? Right. Um, and if I'm calling people out, on their crappy exam or their, their crappy behavior, but I'm not showing up with excellence and consistency, then I'm a hypocrite and right. who wants no to work one's for really a hypocrite. Listen. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and I don't want to get focused on the accounting side of it or the mm-hmm. financial side of it, but you just said something really important. They'll do a job and they'll do a great job and then they'll do another job and it's inconsistent and it's done at a poorer level. And at the end of the day, that that goes down to your bottom line mm-hmm. because if if no one is thinking that they have to always do their jobs at a really high level you're going to have dissatisfied customers you're going to have to send crews back to redo things and you can't charge for it when you send the crews back right so a standard of excellence also means financial health within your company because you're a much more profitable company because things are done right the first time. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And you know, like back to the consistency with the crew. Oh, they're not consistent. Well, are you consistent with your scopes of work and the way right. you estimate a job? And are you delivering the information in the same way every time, over and over and over, so that you can work out any of the kinks and get more clarity in the communication and the job notes or whatever it might be. Right. You know, but no, nobody wants to wake up and go to work every day and play the guessing game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Am I going to have the materials I need? Do I know what I'm mm-hmm. doing when I get there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. So communication is really key. A high level of communication pretty much equals financial health within your company. Big right. Time. Big it time. does. Well, listen, if you're not communicating, then. Um, I'm telling myself a story, <laughs> right? Like we right. all tell ourselves stories. So, right. <clears throat> you know, what, um, what story do you want coming across? Are you intentional with those stories? Everything you do. I mean, I I've said this about building your brand and marketing and this and that everything you do and everything you don't do matters, right. sends a message, tells a story. And it's the same with our team. You know, your silence 
nothing could be wrong in the business. You're happy with everybody, but your silence. I used to walk on job sites and I wanted to talk to my crew leader and I would just kind of walk through the job site and not really acknowledge anybody else. Cause I, I just had blinders on. Right. And mm -hmm. some people would call me intense and, uh, no, which you are, yeah, no, I am. <laughs> but, but I, and then I had a crew leader pull me aside one day and he's like, Hey, are you mad at the guys? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why? He's like, well, you've been here a couple of times in the last week to this job. And, and the guys think you're mad at them. Cause you don't say hi, you don't talk to them, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So something that simple, I'm like, no, I couldn't be more thrilled with the team. I just was talking to you and I had to get to my next thing, <laughs> you know? Right. So it gave me that awareness. Like I'd walk in and I'd start fist bumping guys and smiling and, you know, trying to bring that energy and, and realize that, okay, this is all part of, you know, I, I want to make sure that they're not picking up the wrong story, right. especially one that's not intentional. Right. Right. Wow. That's a powerful point. Yeah. And everybody's it, got a it story. Was so, it yeah. was such a challenge for me early on um, that I, uh, I would sit in my truck and I would look in the rear view mirror and I would smile at myself and I go, go in there and be happy. <laughs> right. you like, I, I, would, <laughs> I would be like, this is the role. This is the hat you need to wear right now. You need to go in and encourage the crew. Right. You know? And, right. Um, and, and, and even to this day, when we have like a company meeting here in the contractor fight, you know, our CEO, Neil, he sends out an agenda every meeting. And I, I look at the agenda and sometimes, well, I always ask myself, but sometimes I'll ask him, I'll be like, how do you, how do I need to show up for this thing? You know, what message do I need to send this and that, you know, so if we're going through a period of some transition, mm -hmm. you know, I want to show up and I, I got to be light and happy and, you know, we're, uh, Hey, we're good. You know, if there's adversity, if there's a challenge, like all our businesses had, you know, I think how we choose to show up right? and, mm -hmm. and, you know, it sends a message of, you know, stability. And right. you know, we had a conversation, we had a conversation because all right, if we're going to talk disc profiles here, I'm a high D off the charts. Neil, my CEO is a high C. <laughs> so when we run a meeting, it's yeah. either really boring because that's Neil. Yeah. And I don't mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. He's just dry and not. right. You know, <laughs> uh -huh. um, and, or with me, it's could be too direct, too intense, you know, let's go attack the next hill. All right. Meeting adjourned. Right. Right. And, and I called him up. I probably three weeks ago now called him up on a Sunday. I was out for a walk and I go, Hey, um, I think we need to like put some fun into the meetings. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cause remember we're not in the same room with each other. We're scattered across the country. So there's right. a bigger challenge there. And, um, you know, so we don't have that daily inner office, you know, interaction. Mm -hmm. How do you, you know? how do you respond to that? By the way, he he was like, yeah, I'm I'm feeling that too. It's and you know, he owned his part in it. I owned my part in it. We're like, hey, you know, and so we, you know, we added a segment to kick off the meetings with, you know, it could be a goofy question of the day just to kind of get people laughing and answer a question. It could be, mm -hmm. um. Uh, it, it could be like for the Super Bowl. I think he, he put out one of those squares games where you can bet on the teams and win money per quarter, mm -hmm. um, you know, just something like that. And then, then the second part of the meeting is we, uh, we read a, um, a testimonial that one of our members has posted in our group or something. Wow. And, and he, has, he, he assigns everybody each week, a different person on the team is supposed to bring a testimonial. Okay. And, and that kind of reminds us why we're in this, you know, right. and how we're helping people. And it just, it's a much different tone of the meeting. And then, then we get into the check in the boxes and, 
um, and things like that. So it's a work mm-hmm. in progress because this is not an excuse, but it's just the reality of it is we're, you know, most of the people on the fight team that work here are alone all day. Right. You know, and um, again, when I look at the core of the fight team, most are high seas, right? So, you know, what's that old saying? Introverts unite alone in your bedrooms, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> and so, um, and I'm a high D and high I, but my I takes a big hit when I, my D is amped up because I'm like, let's go. It's about winning. It's about, you know, right. You know, checking these boxes and being on the attack. And I have to remind last yesterday, my wife and I went to, uh, to have lunch with some friends of ours and they were the three of them, his wife and him and my wife were all like joking. Like, yeah, Tom doesn't know how to have fun. You know, (laughs) Tom's always on, he's always, you know, moving the empire forward in some way. And I'm like, that is fun for me. That's my fun. Like it's, you know, you know right. I'm in my happiest place when I'm doing what I do and I'm changing lives. And so, uh, cause he's always like, you want to go skiing? I'm like, that's a two hour drive to Breckenridge, you yeah. know? And then it's like kills a whole day just for me to suck at skiing, you yeah. know? So, <laughs> um, you know, and then, so it, it, it it's on our awareness, right? That we just know. And I think that's the big part here with communicating with your team is you got to just, you know, ask, Hey, what message are we sending to them? Right. You know, is this a, f-? like, and Neil came back at me and he's like, yeah, I was wondering the other day, would our, would our team say that this is a fun place to work? Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's a really good question. That stung. Right. Because, you know, neither one of us cannot answer confidently. Yes. Okay. And so we got some work to do. Well, I think with the Super Bowl game, that's a start. <laughs> well, like nobody on the team is a football fan except me, which oh, no? is hilarious. So <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, that's funny. I don't know. I I'll should just, be on your yeah. team. And I should yeah. not. <laughs> so I'm from Boston and I yep. cheer for Mahomes every every Sunday. So I'm in that's my blasphemy. glory. That is blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom, let me ask you. How should leaders talk to their team members to get them to to listen mm-hmm. and and respond openly and honestly? You know, how do you really get that out of your teammates? Yeah, so one of our coaches here, Derek in the fight, he no matter who he's dealing with, his wife, his kid, you, me, his employees, a customer, a prospect, he he's got, this is a superpower of his. And it, he says, I picture that they have a sign hanging around their neck that says, make me feel important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he is, he's like off the charts, good at this. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that the first thing is, you know, just every time we're having a conversation with somebody, every time that we're in front of the team, we have an opportunity to make them feel important. Most people don't feel important throughout their day. And, um, and, and so I think, you know, before you got to get your point across of the things you want to say, you know, I think it's, it's, how are they going to feel when they're in your presence? And I think that's what Derek does really well. It reminds me of the platinum rule that, you know, you treat others the way they want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes I've, I have done this several times um, and will continue to do it where I'll go um, with a team member here, I'll be like, Hey, um, how do you feel I'm showing up for you when we communicate? Like, am I too direct? Do you need more? 
you know, and understanding a disc profile helps with some of this, but you don't make assumptions. You still ask, right. You know, like our, you know, when you and I touch base and we have this little meeting or whatever, I need to communicate somebody, you know, am I, how am I doing in that area? I think a lot of us really as leaders don't put ourselves in that vulnerable spot to hear the truth. Right. And, um, and I've had some feedback through the years, like, you know, I, I feel like you're just checking the box and you're going on to the next thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, okay, well, what would it look like if, if I were to show up the way you needed me to show up mm. and I put it on them to tell me how to communicate with them. And, um, and I, I think that's, you know, really taking the time to understand back to, you know, what's important to them, what their goals are, mm-hmm. um, what's in it for them. Um, you know, I, you know, and it's tough when you got to be direct too, when somebody's underperforming. Right. Uh, I mm-hmm. recently blew this. I, I did not do a good job of this, uh, probably a month ago now, uh, three, three and a half weeks, month ago, call it. Um, I couldn't get a hold of somebody on the team, uh, via phone. We kept playing phone tag and there was something that bothered me about something. And I ended up was jumping on a plane. I was going to be uh, in a, in a workshop, a leadership workshop I was doing in Ohio for a company and I was going to be tied up and I didn't want it to fester any more than it had. Right. Cause you know, if you don't deal with stuff right away, it grows. And I sent a text and in my text, the tonality was terrible because it was just me being direct because I'm jumping on a plane and, and I'm about to lose Wi-Fi as we're going down the runway mm-hmm. <laughs> or my <laughs> signal. And I wanted to get the text out and it totally sent what needed to be, it, everything needed to be said, but the way it was delivered was terrible. And, um, and that was a total leadership fail. Um, and so I would, you know, if you got to have a tough conversation with somebody, um, number one, don't start it on text, <laughs> 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 you know? Um, but when I've done it right, it sounds like this, like say Chris works for me on the team or whatever. And I'd be like, Hey, Chris, you got a minute. Chris, you know, yeah, I'm going to go, Hey, um, I'm about to have a, a hard conversation. Are you cool with that? It just kind of preps the beaches a little bit mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to be serious. Uh, yeah. What's up. Um, you just don't seem yourself lately. That's, that is like a word track. If you want to call it that, that's a word track that helps me remember to not come out of the gate too strong. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they'll be like, well, what do you mean? I'll be like, well, Hey, normally you show up like this and we're nailing this out on the jobs and the job site and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know the last couple projects. You just haven't seemed like you're all there, man. What what's going on? What do I need to know? Hmm. See, it's non-accusatory now. I'm and, right. And when I've done it right, I've, I've had people say, um, dude, my, you know, my mother-in-law has been sick and my sister's kids have been at the house and one of them's a baby and I'm not getting a lot of sleep. And there's just a lot of crap going on at home. I mean, it's totally not even work-related had I come out of the gate being like, Hey, you're a moron and you're not performing. It's total different, you know, vibe. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they don't feel like you have their back. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I've done it right, it's usually, Hey, I need to have a tough conversation or an, un- it doesn't have to be tough. It'd be, Hey, I need to have an uncomfortable conversation for both of us here. This is part one of a two part podcast. Don't forget to check out part two of this podcast. 
how do people find out more about what you guys are doing? You know, the easiest way is go to the contractorfight.com. And if they want to grab a, a copy of Winning the Contractor Fight, it's a book I wrote in 2021. You can go to the, it's on the homepage there. You just click a button and then you could get a free copy, just pay shipping and handling. Or you can go to the contractorfight.com forward slash book. This has been fun. And of course, we want more time, but we'll have to do it next time. Thank you so much for being on Estimate Rocket Radio. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Tom. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Some people would call me intense.